Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please adjust your settings either above or along a little cog icon. Click advanced or higher quality and then bump up the quality of the video to something better. Today I am taking yet another brief segue from the Sin series that I am doing on the Master's Voice because I have another prophecy about the ongoing um, highly controversial and highly contested coronavirus issues that are taking place not only in the United States, but around the world. However, the Sin series is where I'm firmly planted for the moment because the Lord God says that because of America's sin, because she has departed from being a nation that he once wore as a crown among the nations, a golden cup in the hand of the Lord from which he could feed all the other nations, the truth of his laws and the knowledge of his righteousness. America used to be a burning firebrand that took the gospel everywhere else. But in many, many of the prophecies that the Lord God has given me, the Lord now says that America is fallen from grace. Instead of handing out truth, the knowledge of Christ Jesus and righteousness, she is working hard to spread perversion and her evil internal sicknesses abroad. The Lord said in one of the prophecies that America has successfully defiled all the nations. They have all drunk from the cup of her abominations. And this references Mystery Babylon in Revelations chapter 16, 17, and 18. As a result of that, punishments will come systematically to America to break her down. First, God says that the nation will become unstable, unstable from within. So many of the processes that we are used to experiencing that makes life at least reasonably smooth in the United States are going to start to stop and stutter. And eventually, many of them will grind to a halt. They will become non-functional. At the same time, the United States is going to lose primacy and her enemies, Russia and China, will climb to ascendancy. And those were actually the prophecies I was, I was in the middle of when the Lord instructed me to bring these ones that I'm now bringing. So this issue of what's going on in the United States is very controversial. It's not only controversial because it is an apparent illness that is and definitely is claiming and has claimed many lives in the United States and around the world. But the process by which this matter is being handled is fulfilling prophecy as we see. As we, as we watch. And how is it fulfilling prophecy? It's fulfilling prophecy because the manner in which this particular crisis is being handled is almost as if in order to handle the crisis on one hand, human rights, personal integrity, and even spiritual rights have to be absolutely dissolved, abrogated, and removed in order to handle the pandemic. And the prophecies that I have brought have always carried a warning. And that warning is, America, you will watch your freedom being taken away. You will watch it systematically being eroded by a series of draconian laws and very top-down governance. So instead of it being government for the people, by the people, you will find that it's basically emergency status updates, mandates, and strong emergency regulations given 
to the people. Here in New York, these things were usually passed at 11.59 at night when most of us were in bed and we would simply wake up and get a new notification on the phone being told that there's a new law or there's a new rule or there's a new mandate that you have to follow in New York City. And this progression has not stopped. I made a recent post that you can find on my community status. And in that post, I was questioning at what point people will wake up in the United States and realize that the bedrock of the nation, the bedrock of governance is slowly being eroded in favor or under the cover of the current pandemic. Daniel the prophet spoke of a certain person who would arise at a certain point in history. And one of the distinguishing characteristics about this person would be this phrase, he will think to change times and laws. Now, many people will hear this and think that there's going to be perhaps some kind of kingly dictator seated somewhere, and then he's going to be visible, and then he's going to start saying, I decree this, and I decree that, like King Nebuchadnezzar or King Ahasuerus did in the Bible, Queen Esther's husband. But actually, the changing of times and laws will be something that happens so meticulously and so slowly that you will not even be aware that it is happening at the time. So what does this mean for people who may not be watching or people who may not be paying attention or people who seriously believe in their hearts that if they do certain things and march in lockstep, they will get back to normal. Many of the prophecies that I have brought from the Lord God has said that there is no such thing as normal. Normal has been lost and normal is not coming back, not for the United States or not for anyone else. So it is upon the people of God to really settle themselves in for what is not going to be an easy ride. It is very important where our belief systems place us. It is so crucial at this time, what you believe, and even more so for the body of Christ, the church. Because if you have the wrong belief systems, they inform your expectations. And if you have the wrong expectations, you will find that when things start going contrary to what you think and what you expect, that you will begin to experience fear, then terror. And when these two things come in, you will be unable to think, unable to plan, or unable to pivot to meet the challenges that the new day is definitely going to require. Therefore, I already understand that today's prophetic word is going to cause consternation. It's going to cause worry and it's going to cause stress. Nevertheless, the Bible is fulfilling itself. When the Bible speaks of the rise of the beast system, in all fairness, we cannot expect that this would be a system that would openly reveal itself and give us a chance to push back. The Bible says that I saw the beast rising from the sea. Nothing ever explodes out of the sea except in disaster movies. In real life, we have to understand, especially because of the things that Revelation 13 says, that this was always going to be a kingdom of stealth. This was always going to be, even if there was no celestial or any other prophetic messenger sent by the Lord, the word of God has preceded all of us. And this is why I constantly say that when you hear the prophetic word, it is incumbent upon you, the listener, upon me, the speaker, to immediately turn to the Lord God. You don't understand the end times from Facebook. 
You don't understand the end times from YouTube channels. You don't understand the end times or learn from the comment section. The minute you hear a prophetic word, whether it is a good one or a scary one or one that requires deeper thought, you return to the author of the word, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. You take it up with him in prayer and you begin to almost chew on it like an ox with grass, breaking it down in accordance with the scripture that speaks of what you have heard. As you begin this process, the Holy Spirit, who is like the oil of God, will pour upon that thing that you are threshing out before the Lord in prayer. And he will bring understanding to you and show you where what you have heard fits in the long existing prophetic timeline. But if you hear the word of God and it just scatters you and it breaks you down, it points to the fact that you have not prepared yourself in all honesty for the times that were to come. You prepared yourself according to some other paradigm, some other belief system, believing and expecting that God would perhaps not leave his people here for any kind of harm because he loves us so much that we would have to pay no price to enter into the eternal kingdom. But I have to tell you, this is not what the Bible says. And so I know that this prophecy will not be easy to hear. But this prophecy is speaking of nothing more. It is just another cog in the wheel of the beast system coming to life and showing us what the beast system is capable of and worse things. There will be worse things than this. And so if our faith is so small and we begin to fall and faint as soon as we hear these types of things, then it would definitely be a revolution of the church taken over even before a single shot is fired. The title of this prophecy is Force Vaccines in America. I received it August 12th, 2021. So it was the next night after I received the prophecy entitled Force Vaccines in Africa. God gave me the, this the very next night. The banner scripture talks of the 10 virgins, wise and foolish. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins that took their lamps and they went out to meet their bridegroom. Five of them were fools and five of them were wise. The fools took their lamps, but they did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil along in jars for their lamps. And the bridegroom did take a long time in coming so that they all became drowsy and they fell asleep. But at midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and they trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, said the wise ones, there will not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they cried, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. So the day of the and the hour are drawing near. This is Matthew 25 verses 1 to 13. And what I am observing in the Christian community is that some have had an idea of these things. And though they do not know how it will play out, as none of us really do, they have taken the time to seek the oil of God, which is storing up for yourself spiritual strength and faith for the day of adversity. 
It doesn't matter if we're going to end up seeing things out of the sea or if it's simply going to be demonic governments that we battle in these end times. The same thing applies to both situations. If your faith fails you, you're sunk. So it is the believer's responsibility to seek the Lord when prophecy comes, to go back to him, to trim their lamps, to put oil in the lamp and say, God, where is this from? And if this is of you, and it doesn't match my particular worldview, how do I change? How do I shift? How do I do the pivot so that I can be ready to meet in faith whatever is my particular lot in this story? No two of us are going to have the same ending. There will be groups that go through different things, but no two of us are going to have the exact ending. And because of that, it is necessary for you to seek God personally on your knees to increase your prayer time, to increase the time that you pray in tongues. If you can't pray in tongues, this is the time to seek the Heavenly Father very strongly and very deeply for that gift because it deepens prayer like nothing else I've personally experienced. It's a next level of prayer that goes where your mind can't go. It calms the spirit and it edifies you so that you become almost like a stone that whatever it is that faces you or that will face you, you actually know that your God is in control. But if you don't have this kind of faith and if you're not actively working to build it and if you're simply running from pillar to post trying to put the different words together and sew them into a covering of figs to cover your nakedness, I don't think that it's going to have a positive outcome. And so if there are any people out there that have ears to hear, understand that prophecy comes to turn God's people not to the prophet and not to social media. It comes to turn God's people back to him to seek his face and to draw near in repentance for the need to understand what comes next. So this was a horrible dream that I had. It was a very uncomfortable dream for me uh, in the physical sense because every time people were forcibly vaccinated, uh, I felt it. So I got poked so many times in this dream as has been my experience in several of these uh, V dreams that I really got irritated and I wanted to escape the dream and come out of it, but of course I can't. Now in this dream, they had passed what was called coronavirus uh, vaccine mandate laws. So these things were laws. It's no longer the strange, um, the strong recommendations that you hear from the CDC. We're the CDC. The CDC is strongly recommending this, and the CDC is strongly recommending that. It was no longer a situation of that. It was They had long thrown away any pretense of, uh, this is the individual's choice. The individual can get it. We're only trying to get 70% of people to get it. Well, now they're claiming that 70% of people have it, and they're definitely out to get the other 30. So it had gone long past the premise of, it's the individual's choice. It had gone long past the premise of strong recommendations from the CDC that employers were following as they follow now in real life. Public institutions have been following this and basically mandating their employees to get this even though it wasn't a law. It wasn't even about full FDA approval. I have a video on this channel where the Lord said that when full FDA approval does come, this will strengthen the powers that be to turn the recommendations and the mandates into laws. Well, God showed me past all that. It was a law. You were a criminal if you didn't take it. A full criminal that was subject to have the book of the United States laws and penalties thrown at you. You were considered a lawbreaker and criminal treatment was what you were worthy of. So 
in this dream, the fact that you had not taken this vaccine was a subject of extreme censure, meaning that you were harshly criticized in the official conversation pieces like the radio, the media, internet, social platforms, and also your neighbor next door. So it was an, it was a subject of public censure and you were heavily ostracized and you were heavily criticized and you were also heavily hunted down because it was a criminal offense. Now, when the laws passed, what I saw in the dream is that a lot of people rushed to take this thing. As soon as the news was announced that we now have vaccine mandate laws in the United States, a flood of people ran to take this. And this will be the fulfillment of the prophecy, survival of the fittest. Um, that one is a very interesting prophecy. If you haven't watched it or if you haven't read it, I recommend that you do because in it was the first time that the Lord laid out the entire plan of how this thing is going to go. They are definitely going to go by stages. And from what I've seen over the past year, they have not missed a beat of what God said. The announcement went out that if you didn't take it, you were violating code this section this of new of U.S. law. So it was codified legitimate law. And as a result of that, a lot of people were in fear and didn't want to become registered offenders. And so they became the second wave and they definitely ran out to take this thing. Despite that, there was a large number of people who refused to take it. They absolutely said that they were not going to take it. And so they received the V by force. In the dream, whether it was free will or whether it was by force or whether it was because of extreme government pressure, an enormous number of people took this vaccine. And like I said, every time someone was getting it, I saw the arm, I saw the flesh, and I felt the needle going in me in my sleep. And I saw that even newborn babies were seen as eligible, if you can believe it. So all this eligibility status that we've been waiting on, first the elderly, then this age group, okay, now it's available for that age group. There was nothing like that. The United States made this thing available for newborns. And so as soon as a baby was born, it was considered eligible for um, the CV-19V. It was also elderly people. It was a huge number of teens and young people that I saw, even little children. So right now, the current recommended age is 12 and above, but I said newborns were receiving it, and definitely every child between a newborn and age 12 was also getting it. I saw professionals. I saw temps. I saw day workers. I even saw immigrant workers that come across the border, people that come across to get seasonal work. You know, they come to work for the summer. They come to help the registered farm labor just to pick up a little money for a few months and then go home. I saw that the basic rule of thumb was this. As long as your two feet was standing on U.S. soil, so said the mandate laws, you had to take the vaccine. And so it was being announced day and night. And this thing that I saw in the dream really put me in mind of the many dystopian sci-fi movies that I watched as a young woman. You know, movies where everybody is in the same gray onesie and everybody is depressed and society is extremely controlled, basically 90, 1984, 1984 in a nutshell. It was like that. And in those movies, constant announcements are made by Big Brother or the government constantly over loudspeakers and over huge TVs in the nation. And this is what it was like. It was coming from every platform and it served to build a lot of fear in people. And the word being used constantly in the dream was compliant. You had to be compliant with these new laws. At a certain point in the dream, I woke up and I was thinking about what God has showed me, especially the little babies. Um, it touches my heart whenever I see that. 
And during that time that I was lying in bed and just thinking about what I'd seen, the Lord spoke to me and he said, time is short for America. These vaccine mandates are coming and when they do, a terrible struggle will arise all over the world. A great pushback, a great cry for help and salvation. But he causes all. Now, these words are exactly the words that the Lord has repeated in several highly controversial prophecies on this site. These prophecies don't actually need to be controversial, in my opinion, because the words he causes all are part of Revelation 13 and 16 that has been in the Bible long before I existed. So the reason it's controversial is not because this is part of scripture. It's not even controversial because the one who wrote scripture, the Lord Jesus Christ, is using it. It's simply controversial because whenever people hear this, panic attacks their soul because they begin to think of self. Oh, I can't take this. This will separate me from God. This will do this. It must mean that this is that then. All I can say is I will be true to what the Lord gives me on this channel. And in several of these, the Lord is saying causes all. And it was no different. So I went back to sleep and I ended up right where I left it in the dream. Forced vaccinations were happening all over the United States. And when I say all over, I mean her four corners. Contrary to what many think or say now, I also saw in the dream that contrary to what people say, I'd rather die first, I'll die, or the rapture will come before this happens. There's a large crowd that believes that this is so far off that a rapture is scheduled for the United States before this happens, but I will not comment on that. People were saying, people say now, oh, I'll die first, I'd rather die for Christ, but there was nothing like that that I saw. What I saw is the exact fulfillment of what the Lord had said to me when I woke up. Time is short for America. These mandates are coming and when they do, a terrible struggle will arise all over the world, a great pushback, a great cry for help and salvation. But he causes all. And that is just what I saw. There was a great outpouring of anger in the United States, great pushback, demonstrations, and great weeping. The kind of weeping that I saw is the kind of weeping that goes to the core of a man. It's the kind of weeping that you see when men are, when men have very strong religious beliefs, sometimes when they're six or when they belong to a religion or even uh, an ethnicity such as the Native Americans or the Rastafarians, where they grow their hair long as a core component of who they are as people or as men. And when you cut their hair, perhaps for work or perhaps for the army or just by force in any way, it desecrates the human being so much and the way that those men cry like little children because you've separated them from the core of who they are is the kind of hopeless weeping that I saw in America. People were crying as if they were destroyed. People were crying as if their hearts would break. Men, women, everywhere. Everyone was crying. I'm talking about the strong patriot men that were forcibly given this thing. Men who are not always Christians, but men who hold a deep conviction of what it means to be an American. I saw these men weeping. I saw Christians, of course, weeping. And I saw that Anyone who for their own personal reasons, whether it was a professor that said, I don't think that this has been researched enough and I'm not going to take it. Whether it was those who were dissenting in other religions, believe it or not, there are other religions in this nation that 
have dissented on religious grounds that they will not take it. Anyone who had opted out, who said that they would not take it, it was forced on them. And so the sound of this pitiful, heartbroken cry filled America and there was a great backlash and outpouring of anger. But the Lord did not show me anyone dying for the cause. The Lord didn't show me anyone committing suicide. And the feeling I had inside me is because God knows us better than we know ourselves. I've remarked a few times on this channel, though I do not share my views very often, that we say more than we're actually capable of. So it's, it's easy now in our homes to sit and say, not me, never. But the reality of this is these people aren't going to walk up to your door and knock and say, hi, this is just a friendly welfare check. They're going to get people in ways that people do not even expect. And I'll share one of the ways that the Lord showed me this is going to happen. God knows human nature is not engineered to cut itself off, but instead to fight for survival until the last. Anyone who's ever been in a life-threatening situation, anyone who's ever come near to drowning, you know that over and above your ideas, the urge for survival is implanted in us by our creator and it kicks in so that people desire to live no matter what. And this is what God showed me. Millions were given this thing by force and they lived. It was grievous bodily harm, yes. It was total disrespect for human rights, yes. It was inconceivable and horrible overstep by the government of the United States, yes, but it was done and we lived. People wept. They wept and they lamented, but it was the law. And so I saw the literal fulfillment of what happened several decades ago in Nazi Germany. When the population maintains a mindset of, it can never happen here, God showed me in this dream in broad daylight how everything suddenly turned sideways in America. And it happened here. And so as the dream was coming to a close, I saw a man walking in a park. And I mentioned this just a few days ago, but I will give it now in detail. He was walking in a park and he was wheeling one of those expensive Tour de France bicycles. You know, the ones with the curvy handles. And he had long white hair, but it was definitely a young man who had gone gray early because his face was as fresh as an apple and it did not match his face at all, his hair at all. He was a very young man, but for some reason his hair was prematurely gray. And he was walking along a park when behind him, four police officers came from different directions, snuck up behind him, pounced on him and pushed him to the ground so hard. Before they pushed him to the ground, they pulled out a strange device that had a keypad, not as big as this. It had a keypad and it also had a scanner. As, you know the scanner that we use at the supermarket to, to scan items? With it, It's short and it's blunt-nosed and it looks like this and we scan items with it. Well, they pointed it at this man's back. And for some reason, this scanner was able to return a positive ID on this man. So I didn't even understand what technology is this that they were using because it didn't get a fingerprint. They simply pointed at the back and the scanner identified the man and said, yes, this is the right man. And as soon as it said that this is the right man, the officers looked at one another, they nodded, and they jumped on this man and shoved him to the ground so hard that his bicycle went flying and fell on the grass. It didn't suffer any harm, but this man landed right on his shoulder joint with such force, and I felt so sorry for him. 
They jumped on him and they held him down. Four officers, three men, one woman. The woman stood aside and wasn't part of the pushing of the tussle. She pulled out a piece of paper and started writing something on it. And the three men were fighting to get that man into a right position. Now, this man was wearing a stripy green and white or green and gray t-shirt and cargo pants in gray, which means that his legs were not fully covered. So his legs offered absolutely no resistance to the needle that one of the officers pulled out and injected him. Now, as they injected him, I started to hear thoughts in my mind. And this is what I heard. There we go. There we go. See, it's all done now. What was all the fuss was about? It's done. You're all set. You're one of us now. You can't cause any harm to anyone and you're no longer a menace to society. You're not even a danger to yourself anymore. See, no problem, no big deal. And that was when I realized that I was watching the actual tussle through the eyes of the police officer that was at the bottommost part of this mantle, holding his two feet pinned down and clamped together. And this is what that officer was thinking. He was thinking that he was doing national service and then service to his industry as a police officer and then service to this man, as well as service to society by keeping them safe from someone who was not complying with vaccine safety laws. At the same time, the Lord let me feel the man's emotion and this man was filled with fury. He was furious over the abuse of his human rights. He was furious at being attacked and held down like an animal. He was in a lot of pain because of the physical abuse that he had suffered. And he was also in emotional pain. I saw the universe in this man's mind. So I saw swirling galaxies and I saw the constellations of the stars. And I saw it was almost like a movie montage, different strange shapes that you would associate with Eastern religions and the new age. And I realized that this man didn't know the Lord, but this man was not even a committed follower of anything he believed in. He was just one of those young people that have this confusing mix of um, mantras and understanding. They're not committed to any one thing, but there's just a mix in them that informs their world view. He was sort of a oneness with the universe type of guy. And so God was showing me that though this man was not a Christian, he was also forcibly injected. But there was one other thing that I saw in the man's mind. I saw that this man greatly believed in his rights as an American citizen. He had strong views on civil liberties and what his rights were as a free member of U.S. society. But Christian or not, free or not, American or not, these police jumped on a citizen and vaccinated him against his will, and he had absolutely no power to stop it. And so as soon as they were finished, the three officers got up and dusted themselves off, adjusted their uniform and they left the guy there with his injury because after all you don't have to be careful with a criminal he was a vaccine offender and so if they hurt him a little in trying to carry out the letter of the lord of the law so what after that they entered some information on the keypad of the scanner thing that they were using and the lady carried on and finished the notes and they were talking among themselves and they walked away and so this man, I would like to point this out. He was not arrested. He was not taken to the police station. They did not read him his rights. He didn't get to see a lawyer and he didn't get his one phone call. They just threw him to the ground and forcibly gave him the V. And so I would just like to share that the Lord has said in multiple prophecies on the Master's Voice blog that this vaccine will be forced upon the whole world. I saw the entire world take it. 
Second, that there will be a terrible struggle against this as the process gets underway, but even those who struggle to the maximum will not prevail against this force. I could never see whether it was a human or a spiritual force, but I know that whenever I saw it, especially in the first prophecy called, called Force V and Aliens that I received in April 2020, it was a terrible force. The feeling that I had in the dream is that this thing was so compelling that no flesh could press back against it and win. The third thing that God has said in multiple prophecies on the blog is that the U.S. Bill of Rights and the Constitution will be abrogated. That means that they will be overlooked. They will be overstepped. They will be ignored. They will be trampled on. And citizens' rights will be eroded by emergency measures, overnight laws, and mandates that will eventually completely replace the regular system of government. I get a lot of people asking, is the New World Order first or next? Is the new world order going to come first before war or not? You have to understand that you are living in the new world order right now. You've been living in it for decades as it gathers resources, gathers supporters, and wait for its king to come. The only thing that's happening now is that it's becoming more visible, and that's what people are calling overstep. That's what people are angrily re um, reacting to, and that's what people are talking about on panel discussions, and this is not the American way. And God has said that the American way will be choked to death. I've shared the prophecy where the Lord says that America will be, as a naked woman who is violated and molested, choked to death, and then thrown out like a body in the woods. And I saw that in a vision, a woman already dead with a very thick piece of leather around her neck and her body turning gray, obvious signs of sexual molestation and violation on her. A car drove into the woods, opened the door, rolled her body out and drove away. That is what the Lord says this nation will be. Everything that she believes in and everything that she holds dear will be absolutely destroyed. It will be a shell and sitting inside the shell like a brand newborn dragon will be the new world order, which is in the Bible, Revelation 17, Revelation 13, the kingdom of the beast. There are more prophecies on the blog if you wish to go into this matter deeper. I always leave links below. You can find everything concerning this ministry below. So you can find um, the blog's URL. I always recommend that it is easier to watch and learn, um, read and learn than it is to watch and learn. Because when you read for yourself, you get this level of deeper comprehension and understanding that you just can't get from a video. But of course, it is your choice. Those who actually go and read the blog have testified in the comment section that they are coming to a much more broad and deep understanding of the things that I have been sharing here for over a year now than those who simply watch and leave. It is your choice. I have two other channels. One of them is a Spanish channel. I'm trying to get more subscribers on that channel. So if you're a Spanish speaker or you know Spanish speakers that need to be warned of the things the Lord is warning here, simply visit La Voz Señor, La Voz del Señor. Or I have another channel on Rumble. You can Google or look for on Rumble Master's Voice Prophecy Blog or the Master's Voice. The links for all of that will be below. I want to say, as always, thank you to those who are friends of this channel and who support this ministry. I thank you as you give, and may God bless you. I am Celestial. This is the Master's Voice. 
And until I see you again, God bless you. Strengthen your faith. Goodbye.